From the heart of Dubai, this is Sports Unhinged with Mohammed Hamiz. And we are on. Hello and welcome to Sports Unhinged. My name is Mohammed Hamiz and we are coming to you with the Super Bowl preview coming at you at your podcast apps and YouTube and Facebook. Mark Sherman, welcome back to the podcast. Coach, good to have you here as always. Thank you very much. Mark, you're visiting us all the way from Canada. Yes. From the cold weather of Canada. How cold is it in? Minus 51 where I am. Wow. So it's pretty cool. Wow. So we, we wear plenty of warm jackets and hoods. And I'm surprised you're not in your swimming shorts right now. <laughs> yeah, it was plus 31 today for me. But yeah. I, I've been walking around in shorts and T-shirt and not, not telling them back there what I'm yeah. doing. So it's best that way. Go Bears. Go, Go Bears. Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. All right, so we've got the Super Bowl coming. I mean, we tried to make it interesting throughout the year, talking about which teams we think are going to reach the, uh, the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is not the same quarterback he was. The Patriots are the most vulnerable they've ever been. We've tried to put a spin on this, and yet we have the Patriots back in the Super Bowl. How do you guys feel about that? You know, after the fake Mexico Mexico City game, yeah, anointing the Rams, possibly the Chiefs, and then the Patriots beating the Chiefs, oh, Brady's back, whatever, and then losing to Pittsburgh, and then a couple more, right. and yet here we are. It's funny, this, this year in the Super Bowl, there isn't really a, kind of like an overarching storyline between the two teams. All the controversy kind of came in the championship games. Right now, I think... Only in one game, really. Or in one game, yeah. And what people are just talking about right now is probably is, is Gronk going to retire? You know, what kind of game are we expecting? And is it going to be a shootout in the Super Bowl? So even if you notice from opening, opening day in the, in the media days... Um, Everybody was pretty much relaxed. I don't think I've ever seen Tom Brady this relaxed, this calm. We even got to see more smiles from Belichick than we've seen, I think, in the last three Super Bowl media days combined. But, you know, Brady's been like that all year. If you remember at the beginning of the year, he did a video. Yeah. um, Because people were saying he walked under a ladder or something stupid and he was going to bring bad luck. And he actually did a, a satire of himself. Yeah. And he actually did a video of him walking under a ladder. Right. He said, Pats fans, it's all good. It's all good. It's all fine. And in a way, they've been under the radar. They've lost a, a, a few stupid games. What were they? Yeah. 11 and 5 this year. But that's the thing. Um, that's what made them look kind of more vulnerable than Yeah, but they than, than always. In yeah, but you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't count Miami. That's yeah. a fluke. Yeah, they lost to Miami. They you can't count that one. Right. You just can't. You yeah. can't count the down from... And Detroit. Was it Detroit? Yeah. yeah. Um, they got out-schemed, but uh, remember I said on this yeah. podcast, I said, yeah. I think they may have taken the week off. But, but they, And they had an insider coaching the opposing team, right? So yeah. it was yeah. kind of like if it was going to happen, it would happen on but that week. Wasn't right? it Tennessee or Jacksonville or somewhere? They Tennessee were, the same. Yeah, where they just didn't turn up. Meh. Yeah. But yeah. they, they, it, they always do enough to win their division. Yeah. They never put themselves out. Now they're putting themselves out. Last week in Kansas, we saw the two Pats. Yeah. Um, How about the week before in San Diego? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it could, uh, That may have been the most complete game he's played maybe two years. No, I think the San Diego game was, I think, the most shocking for me because I had them going all the way to the Super Bowl. It was the most balanced team, and... It, it wasn't just a you know a normal game. It was a blowout. They mm. exposed them on offense, on defense, uh, and it was. I felt stupid afterwards because I was always saying, even from last year, the Chargers are one of those teams. You know, 
I'll believe it when I see it when I see them in the Super Bowl. And then I finally gave up and I jumped on the hype train. I'm like, all right, this is Philip Rivers here. Tom Brady dismantled that defense. And it, it doesn't go without a bit of luck as well. There's always, you know, some luck involved in, in, in these games, especially in the Kansas City game. You know, if if D Ford does not line up you Offsides, know, offside, yeah. you know, there's a lot of aspect, but that's that's what I say about luck. You know, you have to put yourself in the position to be lucky, and New England do it but all the time. Exactly, it's all the time, so it can't be luck. It, it's the pressure that they're putting on the opposition. Yeah, you know, guys are lining up and they feel the pressure that they don't feel in other games. Right, they're playing against New England, and suddenly they make mistakes that they never ever make anywhere else. And, and New England functions and practices in the pressure because they've done it for so long. Yeah. They've had that core group so long. Um, but don't take anything away from the Rams either. No. You know, they had their slump coming in. Yeah. They yeah. lost their games coming in. They had their doubters coming in. And then all of a sudden the playoff switch clicks and they've done their business. One thing I nobody's talking about or it kind of got lost in the in the, in the hype because the Rams made it to the um, – to the Super Bowl was how ineffective Todd Gurley was in the uh, in the NFC Championship he, game. He was a non. He's non-factor. supposed to be their best player on offense. He had only five plays, got benched. There was no explanation whatsoever. Um, there yeah, was. But it wasn't. You there's have nothing to, wrong with him. There's but no, but no. let's go back and look at again the coaching. Look at it from the coaching look at it they didn't abandon how they rushed the football or run the football CJ Anderson was more and the effective. hot hand yeah. is the guy Anderson and he's the hot hand what do you do you run the hot hand you don't change how you run the ball right you don't change how you have your line check off to run the football yeah right he just happened and maybe it's because he's more fresh because he didn't come into November no but the thing I is Todd I- Gurley had a lot of time off right because of his injury yeah. so and so this is something that when you talk about clutch players, it applies more in, you know, like basketball or whatever, but you need your star players to perform when the pressure is the, is the highest in the playoff games, um, in the championship games. And I think Todd Gurley's talk probably took a hit or should have taken more of a hit than it has because of the fact that he disappeared I think in the game when there was absolutely nothing wrong with him. Well, but, but Anderson didn't. So if I flip that... yeah. Whose stock stayed the same? The offensive line. They ran the ball the same. Still the same pulling guards. Still the same counter trays. Yeah. That rushing of the football didn't change. Yeah. The guy they put back there grabbing the ball changed. Mm. Right. Yeah. Scheme, so, scheme so, was the same. Yeah. So don't 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 discount how that line came together. Right. After their few things, it just so happened that Gurley's number on the jersey didn't have the ball in his hand. Yeah. Now that. McVeigh. I give McVeigh a lot of credit mm. for that because sh- this is kind of a veteran move, you know? So you, veteran move. You don't go for your star player. You go yeah. with the hot hand. So it kind of shows... And, and this Super Bowl, like how old is Bill Belichick? 66? Yep. And... 31? Sean, McVeigh is half... No, he's 33. He's he just 33? turned 33. Yeah. Now, I wanted to say that my predictions have been really bad. Um, I wanted to attribute my bad predictions this year to... Uh, to my age, the fact that I'm as... But then Sean McVay is, is, is a few months older than I am, so I can't even say that. The guy's coaching an NFL team and he's in the Super Bowl. You, you imagine, at 33 years old, he could be a Super Bowl winner in a few days' time. Yeah. And, and Where regardless, does he go from here? Regardless about? whether he wins or not, I think 20, 25 years from now, we're going to be talking about Sean McVay challenging Bill Belichick's legacy. If he wants I, to. 
I, I really Maybe. Feel, feel that. I, I just think that the pressure in the modern game... Yeah. It, Much different. Yeah. And to do what Belichick has done, I'm not sure we'll ever see it again. McVeigh's there in terms of a, you know, raw ability, but longevity, I just don't And know. ownership nowadays is so different than it is with the Kraft family. Yeah, they pull right. the trigger so much faster. I mean, look yeah. at Arizona. They did it in one year. Mm. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't – it's it's the flavor of the month in the NFL, and sometimes that's one, sometimes that's three years. Look at all the new hires of head coaches yeah. as the flavor of the thing. Who's who's connected to McVay? Yeah. And that's who gets hired. I think yeah. the one thing that McVay might have an easier time preparing for is that the, the Patriots, they do – they kind of tell you what they're going to do, and they do it well. And they still do it. And they still do it. Exactly. So, for example, when it comes to the running game, like 90% of the plays where they've had Sony Michel on the field, they ran the ball. Uh, they, they kind of, whereas the Rams, they line up in pretty much the same formation every time, and you have to be ready for anything. They have to be ready for the run. You have to be ready for the pass. So I think it's going to be interesting from a coaching perspective and I'm less interested in the Sean McVay versus Bill Belichick storyline. I'm more interested in the Josh McDaniels versus Wade Phillips kind of matchup. Yeah, that's the opposite that's side. The, yeah. yeah, because that I'll, right. I'll be very interested in so seeing Wade how Wade Phillips scheming versus Tom Brady yeah. because the other side, you know, and we'll talk maybe we'll talk later, but golf has shown to be rattled on occasion from good defensive coordinators this year. Yeah. Um and Brady to his credit, he's been a little rattled by good defensive coordinators right. this year. And uh, another player that nobody's talking about, especially when it comes to the running game, is James Devlin, the fullback for the New England Patriots. Because he has been incredible in, in blocking, in, in you know, creating the path for Sony Michel. They've averaged in their last four games 180 yards rushing on the ground. So New England... You talk about Todd Gurley, you talk about Ezekiel Elliott, you talk about all these star running backs. No one's ever talked about the New England running game, yet they do it so effectively, and it is an integral part of them. Yeah, and they're one of the few teams left that runs the true fullback. Yeah. And if you and one statistic we were talking about before we started is their their O line. The cap hit on that O line is fifteen million. Is that including left tackle or without left tackle? Without the left tackle. Yeah. So they've got a bunch of... Incredible. They've got a third, a fourth, a fifth, and a seventh rounder who are all on very Co- small... It's coaching. It's the, just... The whole thing... Yeah, that coaching. offensive line coach. Skarnikia, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah? Been so doing it how long? So they've got four guys on O-line, and they are... Basically, all of them are equal from a cap hit perspective to Russell Okun. That's it. Incredible. I mean, it's just... It's, it's unbelievable. So... It will be interesting to see because the Rams are going to know that New England are going to run the ball. So when it comes to Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue, I don't think they're going to go for the big plays. I don't think they're going to try to, you know, get to Tom Brady, cause the fumble, because they know that all they need to do to really kind of take away that part of New England's game is stay in their lane and stop the, the, the running game. So I think that's going to probably be a priority. What did Philadelphia do last year? They really hung back a little bit. But then they made the big plays on Brady when they needed to. Yeah. Last play of the game, effectively. Near the end, yeah. Um, and I, I just thought Philadelphia coached a, a great game last year. Right. And that's why they won. But um, And Phillips has got the experience to do that. Yeah. Yeah. He so, may be one of the most underrated people of the Super Bowl coming up. 
Mm. I, there's been a lot of talk about what he'll come up with and how creative he'll be. Yeah, I mean, he might be underrated, but I'll tell you one person who's not underrating him is Bill Belichick. I think they're trying to come up with schemes. I, I don't know how, how it's, it's going to, to look like. I, maybe they've been selling the run game in their formations throughout the playoffs and they're going to disguise it with something else in, in the Super Bowl. So do we want to get into the Super Bowl now or you want to get up get into how they got there? Uh, let's talk about how they got there. Um, well, I think what's been lost in, in the narrative the last couple of weeks yeah. is how good New England were in Kansas. Yeah. You know, I, I just thought they played a really good for game. For three and a half quarters. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if not for that Brady, probably that Brady interception right before half. Right. In the end zone, I think. Um, you're it looking at 21 yeah. not going in. Mm. I don't think Kansas City would have given up, and I don't think Mahomes wouldn't still sling it around the yard. But 21 behind is a whole lot different than 14. Yeah, and I, I think it, just the penalties at the end kind of killed Kansas. There were a lot of, like, you know, mistakes that shouldn't have been made. But, but they, that's what New England does. Exactly. They, they, they get these yeah, breaks but, in their you way think, every you time. Think they, about, they put them under pressure. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Kansas City knows how to... I mean, um, New England knows how to function under that type pressure. Kansas City, it's not their first run in, yeah. but maybe it's their first first run in with that kind of dynamic to match. Yeah. You know, and so knowing you have that dynamic, you maybe. And I come back to the offsides. You know, where Ford, he's eager, he's twitching, he's ready, he's going. Yeah, go. Oh, okay. Sorry. But, but that's the kind of pressure New England put under the opposition. And that's why they are what they are. It's all part of it. It's not just the guys on the field. It's the psychological effect that they seem to have right. on the opposition. And they practice it from August. Not yeah. all teams practice it from August. Yeah. 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 And I feel like New England, when it comes to these kind of games that are shootouts, they are very well coached and well prepared for such games. And what makes the Super Bowl interesting is so are the Rams as well. If you look... In playoff games, including Super Bowls, in the last three years, New England have averaged 34 points and 471 yards. Incredible. You know, just a quick side bit. Do you think that the overtime rules need to change to give Mahomes a chance? Yes. I believe so. I don't think... Okay, the, then do the, you think the NFL will change them? No. No, I don't either. No. But they should. I, I just think, you know... See, there are things where I think the NFL should change, and this is one of them. I don't think they should do anything about the, you know, some people are talking about making every play reviewable. We'll talk about the NFC Championship game in a bit. But, yeah, this, the fact that you're talented enough to call heads or tails exactly. decides whether you win the game or not, I don't think is... That's just not right. The yeah. fans want to see Mahomes have a chance to yeah. match Brady. Yeah. Brady did his thing, yep. took him down, right. touched down, but the fans want to see the kid come back and have an opportunity to respond. Do or don't, then we come back to what what New England does to put pressure on them or doesn't do. Yeah. And you give him the opportunity. But you and know he's you know one of the main on the sideline, never touches the pigskin. Pig never. Know, you know well, one of the main reasons why the NFL won't make that change. It's simple. It's the television, right? Yeah. You've got the games, the primetime games coming on after. They don't want four hour games. They don't want four hour games. We've seen what's happening with baseball. It's it's been declining. Look at college football. My 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 team from my university played the longest game in the history of yeah. NCAA football. Yeah. How long was it? Seventy two to seventy one was yeah. the end score. Five hours and twenty three minutes. Wow. The NFL doesn't want that. No, yeah. CBS then, doesn't want then that. that. That comes into reviewable plays then. Yeah. Oh maybe. 
you know, because really three hours seems to be the top. They don't really want it to go much more than that. And if you start making plays reviewable, right. more plays reviewable, it's just going to make it into three and a half hours. Yeah. And people are going to say, I can't afford three and a half hours on a Sunday to, to watch this. Right. Or seven hours to watch two games. So, you know... New Orleans you, people might say that. Well, the New Orleans people <laughs> at the moment yeah. want a four-hour game. Right. Because they want more reviewable plays. And who wouldn't? But in their position, I, I just feel that... They're not going to change. And the NFL, as my question was, do you think the NFL will change it? No. I no. don't think they will. Okay. I think they will make maybe end of the two-minute thing like they yeah. did a couple of years ago. Yeah. See, more I'm, reviewable from... I'm okay with... The home office. Fourth quarter, last five minutes. You can have every every game reviewable. Don't add any more challenges. So yeah, no challenges. You're, you're no. pretty much kind of keeping it the same. Because the see, alternative, what, what they have to do is make things quicker. At the moment, when someone reviews, it seems to take forever yeah. to get a decision. Right. Two, I read minutes. an article that some of that is commercial time. I have. Yeah. I have read an article yeah. where... They have said that a They've lot of that reviewable time adds one more 30-second commercial that can be billed and charged. Yeah. Well, and one more for every challenge in every game right. in every week. That, that, that's that a adds up. And then add that to the playoff where it quadruples in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, and then goes times 12. So commercials go times 12 in the Super Bowl. Mm. That's a significant amount of, amount of money. Yeah. So maybe they will. You don't yeah. know. I, I don't think they'll add coaching challenges. But I think that, that – and we'll talk about NFC, but I think that that particular play, um, I think it might change the, the dynamic or See, at least the conversation. I think there'll be a conversation, but what, what challenges oh, – sorry, what okay. plays are you going to make a challenge? I, I, think they'll, I think they will change the overtime rule. Uh, I think yeah, the competition yeah. committee will change the overtime rule. Yeah. Right. I think it will change because of that game. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick has been talking about a couple of things in every meeting, coaches meeting, you know, uh, between the seasons. And he's always advocated for plays being, every play being reviewable and also the, the whole overtime thing as well. Can you imagine if New England had lost the way that Kansas lost. Yeah. The reaction from New England. No, yeah. yeah, Brady did not get a chance to touch the ball. Exactly. Yeah. Because my guy called tails. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you just you can't. You sense. just can't do it's it on a, on a on a flip. It's not yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. And 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 that particular game, maybe maybe the overtime rule. I'm sorry. Maybe the um, playoff rules are different. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But you're basically you've got the two best quarterbacks of the year playing maybe in the last four games that they are playing their best. Yeah. Mm. And it comes down to a heads or tails of the coin. And as a fan, you want to see that. Can Mahomes respond? Because I want to. Yeah. During regulation, Mahomes had to make a drive. And he did. Throughout the whole field to bring his team back and push it. To, and he did and that. And he did. Yeah. It was incredible. And Mahomes did it to score. Yeah. Brady did it to score. Mahomes did it to score to overtime. You just want to see that you want duel to see it carry again. on, right? Mm. Yeah, and and that's the thing. So we've got that rule coming up from the AFC Championship game. The NFC Championship game, obviously, the no call wow. on the pass interference, helmet to helmet, unnecessary roughness. There was a bunch of things that could have been called for. However, I understand if I was a Saints fan right now, I wouldn't be talking like this because I'd be furious and it costs us a trip to the Super Bowl and all of that. 
But if you kind of like take a step back, we don't even have to go to the first quarter or the second quarter because nobody cares about missed calls in those. People forget about them. Coaches in, do. In the fourth quarter, maybe coaches do, <laughs> not fans. Some coaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the fourth quarter, the drive before that, there was an obvious face mask yeah. that would have given the Rams the ball at the one-yard line yes. or the three-yard line. Yeah. It's game over there. Yeah. So it's just... It's more of like a recency bias that everybody has. Just because this play was so flagrant, it was so obvious. Um, it but was, the face mask was pretty clear. It was clear. It was clear. Well, was, was it the middle of the third quarter when New Orleans was fixing the score and the play, I don't know, like the seven or the eight, and the play clock had been double zero for yeah. almost 2.2 2 yeah. seconds yes. against the Saints and it wasn't called. Yeah. Right. Right? And they ended up scoring the touchdown. To get it to a score game, yeah. What's the difference? So it's he, just the same. So here's the thing. So tomorrow, they blew it. Tomorrow's media day, and Roger Goodell is going to be, you know, addressing this issue for the for the first time. Probably our episode will come up a day after after that. What would you say if you're if you're Roger Goodell when the question is asked tomorrow? What should the NFL He's, do about it? They've got to look at the whole officiating thing. Everything yeah. to do with officiating. There's been a lot of bad officiating this year, and it's well, it's, been, it's gone on for two, three, four years, and. They need to address it properly. The, the fact they haven't got professional refereeing is I incredible. think that's the next step. Yeah. I think you will have full-time professional referees. So you, I do. Yeah, you, you, you have to. You really have to. Yeah. So you've got 20 crews or whatever you're, you're right. going to need. Whatever you decide, and right? Yeah. So exactly. the NHL has them. Yeah. Hockey League has them. Yeah. Well, why, why not? Yeah. They can't blame lack of money. So um, is, no. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking maybe system. one of the reasons is that, you know, the NFL really goes on for, what, 20 weeks yeah. a year. Why do they have to keep paying them for the and rest of And then you do time? another 20 weeks of training. Yeah. My God, just because of the last four games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do 20 weeks of training and on-the-job training and right. spring football games. But it's, it's the kind of game where it's susceptible to bad calls because it's just the fine lines, you know, holds that are, you know, you hold on Listen, to a player for a bit too long. There's a difference between bad calls yeah. and the quantity of bad calls, yeah. mm. okay? If you're full-time and that's your job, and as a, as a person who runs a school, I'm going to have bad calls. I'm going to have mistakes. But as my full-time job, right. I'm going to have much less as if I'm doing consulting in a school. Right. And I don't know the vibe, and I don't know the opportunities, and I haven't practiced it. Yeah. Right? It's the same with coaching. You know, if you're a part-time coach. Mm -hmm. My daughter coaches part-time volleyball coach. Right. She has her kids a couple nights a week. She's going to miss a few things. She's not going to see that they're struggling with a particular set. Right. Right? It's the same with refereeing. If you're going to go be a lawyer for three or four days and then you're going to catch a plane and then everybody kindly, finally, kind of finally gets together at the old Hilton in wherever city, Minneapolis. Right. And then you have one chance to look at a little game film and then you ref the next day. I don't think the rule changes have helped them either. Like, I remember no. in the Kansas City game, there was a roughing the passer call on Tom Brady where... It wasn't. He literally just tapped him on the chest yeah. after he'd passed the ball. And, you know... I, I think... Especially roughing the passer this year has been ridiculous. Yeah, Some of the pass interference from cornerbacks. Has been, yeah. Who would want to be a cornerback? If, yeah. if you're in college now, 
Would you want to say, yeah, I want to be... You can't do anything. You can't, you can't go near yeah. anywhere. Oh, maybe money. Okay, that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of game, you're going to be m- the most frustrated person on the team, yeah. in my view. Yeah. Because any time you get close to a, a wide receiver... You're going to get called. Do you think Revis, Revis Island would have been possible if the rules no. were the no. same today? No. no. Shut down corners. I don't think we're so going to be... So at the end of the day, do you think that pass interference penalty yeah. changed the game or lack of the call? Uh, if you take it in isolation, obviously it did because it would have given New Orleans the ball at a... I mean, if you look statistically and how they performed in the red zone this year, they would have scored the touchdown. It would have been game over there in the Super Bowl. Or at least run the clock out because he was inbounds. Yeah. Yeah. But then if you look at the game as a whole, there were missed um, refereeing calls for both sides. There was one on the previous drive. There were questionable coaching decisions as well. Oh, my God, on both sides. On both sides. Um, I mean, there was um, the New Orleans Saints coach. I'm happy Sean, Sean Payton. He decided to throw the ball in first and second down instead of running down the clock. Yeah, and just gave right. them w- Absolutely. Way too much time to, to, to come back. So there's a lot of things that you can point out. If it was only that call, and that was the only difference between the Saints going to the Super Bowl or not, yes, it, it deserves all the outrage. But I don't think... And that's why I don't think they'll change it. Yeah, yeah. they should That reason right there. Maybe I would say just to make sure that you know, because once New England made it to the Super Bowl, by the way, the the ratings or the expected ratings have gone down a lot because people are just bored of, of New England being there. Um, had, you know, Kansas City made it, it would have been great. If it was even Breeze versus Brady, you've got the two legends, you know, this, head to this head. This is kind of the worst matchup for the this, NFL. If you look at the two championship games for the NFL ratings-wise, this is probably the worst matchup they could yeah. have. For us fans, it's amazing because, you know, we want to see how... Oh, we've got the old against the new and all that kind of stuff. And, and it's only the worst... Com- it's a relative thing compared to the other matchups, but all of them are really great games if you think about it. But it's, it's just... Yeah, all of these things taken into consideration, I think the NFL will probably make a change to say, all right, maybe in the last five minutes... Of the fourth or, or in the fourth quarter, you can challenge any play. You don't get any extra challenges, and you'll have a lot of coaches burning challenges. That's going to change the game or save the whole second half. Sean Payton during the year, I think it was in the regular season, used up two challenges in the first quarter on like a third and five play, mm. and it just didn't make sense. So you're going to have coaches burn those you know challenges anyhow, but you don't want them. I think just the outrage that's been caused by this but non-call. But then we, we're going to go back to the four-hour game. Yeah. If you make every challenge, every play challengeable, you can't yeah, do and that. Yeah, and I don't think they will. I no. think I think he's probably right. It's probably in the last five minutes or the four-minute drill, as we say. Yeah. Or maybe even the two minutes of each half. Or maybe two minutes. Sorry, yeah. I meant the last four minutes of the fourth, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, yeah. If you have every play is challengeable, you could still be looking at a 45-minute, 50-minute. Yeah, but you're going to eventually run out, of, run out of challenges. Especially if you don't have any going into that. Or, yeah, or but if you've then, used them up, right? But, but then... But you, st- you have to... It has <laughs> to come back and be fair. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you straight up, that play right. was not fair no. to the Saints. Yeah. No. Neither was the face mask. No. Neither was the um, 
It's too much time okay. on the clock. So clock. Not, so and none the, of them were in the last two minutes except right. the pass interference. But the NFL have been very good at admitting when they're wrong, right? Not like, this time. They just kept their mouth shut. Well, could oh, no, no. speaking tomorrow? Sean Payton came out of the game before he even yeah. went to the press conference and already then, called him and told yeah. him about since it. Since then, right? who have you heard from? Benjamin Watson. Now, Goodell couldn't speak tomorrow. Yeah, but since then. Nothing. Benjamin Benjamin Watson called him out. Yeah, he did. Where are you? Yeah. Can't hear you. There was a petition for like, what, 250,000 people asking for the game to be replayed. Well, the last quarter or something, wasn't it? (laughs) From that play. Yeah. That's yeah, first and ten from Terrell 32. Terrell Owens was saying that that should be oh, the case. Oh, then it must happen. <laughs> yeah, if, if, T-O. T-O. Says it, yeah. if Tony Romo says it, okay, but Terrell Owens now. <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer now. It matters. <laughs> I'm glad the other podcast person's not here at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> For many reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, I can't hear any Philadelphia Eagles talking. Anyway. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's going to get paid, but that'll be another episode. Yeah. Foles is going to get paid. Yeah. Uh, where's he going to end up? Washington. I don't know. Jacksonville. I, I think it's between the two for me. Jacksonville. I'm going to say Washington. I'm going to say I'm going to say Tannehill in Washington. Then the Redskins fans. Uh, we know someone who's a big Redskins fan. He is going to be livid. If Tannehill ends up in Washington, he's going to be livid. But if he ends up in Washington, that's Dan Schneider basically saying that we're going to be average or below average. Cheaper. For the foreseeable future. Cheaper. And I don't think the fans... I mean, they've received so much negative publicity with the name and all of that kind of... They're just sick of of, of losing. Look at their it's, attendances this year. Especially the fact that they had Alex Smith and they looked like they were going to win the East and then that, you know, injury happened. I think his, his contract is guaranteed for Guys, another year, Guys, with all due the respect, right? they're still the 13th most profitable in the NFL. Yeah. The Redskins are the 13th most profitable franchise. But, I don't care what happens. But at one point, the, the fans, will, you know, their voice will get louder and louder. In soccer, we had the same situation with Manchester United. Most, one of the most profitable teams in the world. They were not performing. Their coach, to let him go, they had to pay him $25 million. But and it, So it fire the coach. They're not going to fire the owner. It didn't make business sense. He right? bought a $120 million yacht last week. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to fire the owner. The owner is not going to get fired, but the owner will have to make decisions to appease the fans at some point. No, but point. The, the fans are still queuing up for season tickets. And what's, what's going on is that people are still buying season tickets, yeah. just not going to the games. So, look, <laughs> they're not going to the games, yeah. Yeah. but the season tickets are being sold so, out. So, clear enough, you, you say, still getting the money you know what Mark that. says, I'm not going to buy, I'm not renewing my season tickets. I'm not going to do it. And Snyder, whomever, comes out and says, fine, we're going to discount it 25%. He buys his tickets. And still not going. And, it, not and he going. doesn't go. But at the end of the day, he's still a Redskins guy. Yeah. You know what the problem is? It's because they're in the NFC East, right? The rivalries, the history. So when you have, you know, Redskins versus Cowboys versus Eagles, you, you're going to go. You know, you, you, exactly. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you'll, you'll go. Versus Atlanta, Carolina. Who goes to those games? Oh, well. He's interested. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah, the Super Bowl's in I'm only wearing, wearing the jersey because everything else is in the laundry. Speaking of the Super Bowl. <laughs> speaking I'm of the Super Bowl. I'm sleeping in this today. <laughs> Super yeah. Bowl time. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. What are your expectations? Um, 28-24. That's what Tony no, I, said. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be hugely high scoring. I think it's yeah. the fake Mexico City game. It's, it's, it's a shootout. I do. Both teams will get over 30. I think both teams might get over 40. I'm telling you. No kidding. New England have averaged 34 points and 471 yards in every playoff game, including Super Bowls in the last three years. And the Rams are also... See, the Rams, 
it will come down on whether they, they're able to adjust to Bill Belichick's. It comes down to the defensive coordinator for the Rams yeah. and the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. Yeah. Is and it who be- can get their guys to perform the best. But see, this is the thing. With, with the Rams, they've got a lot of stars, kind of A-listers, and they've got kind of a lot of C. And, and- Mouthers. they got a guy that likes to talk a lot. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, dysfunction people with, 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 you know, like outcasts, you know, like Indomitian Sioux. You know, problem makers. Uh, you've yeah, got, but then you got Donald. He's an A-lister. Yeah. So you've got A-listers and you've got kind of some players that are not that great. So if we, if we look at defense, you've got Donald and you've got Ndamukong Sue, and you've got the, the two corners, which is perfect for Wade Phillips because when he was back in Denver... Um, he he had took this, a bunch of nobodies and played some ball. Mm. He had Aqib Tlaib. So he had two good corners with Chris Harris and yep. Aqib Tlaib. And he had uh, Wait, Aqib Tlaib. I know that name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what ever happened to him? And, you, and then you've got Von Miller as well, uh, who was his, you know, star linebacker as well. So, you know, you've got or pass rusher. So you've you've got you've got the stars there. New England, on the other hand, have a lot of just kind of B B rated guys that do their job my so well. God, they play teams so. So good. what are you prepared yeah. to have a team with a few stars and a few kind of below average guys, or just a bunch of average guys well, that the, perform the New to their England best? way is to have a bunch of nobodies, if you like. Yeah. But they, they're all told, this is your job. Right. Don't you worry about anything else. Just do this. How many Super Bowls now? Four out of five. Oh, okay. And yeah, that's is, what I was thinking. This is Brady's ninth. Okay, and how many for Brady? Ninth? Yeah. Yeah. So He's won five. I know where my money's at. Exactly. My, yeah. Like my money money's at. How can you actually bet against New England? So I don't. Here's an interesting thing. When the, when, the, when the bets opened in Vegas, the Rams were the favorite. Yeah. But then... Yeah, one and a half, though. The public still the public money came in, and eighty three percent of the bets placed were on the Patriots, and they had to shift the line. Because how can you not take the Patriots? Yeah, I'm not a betting guy, but every time I've kind of, kind of hypothetically bet against <laughs> the Patriots, <laughs> I've come out looking like an idiot because yeah. something like with the Chargers, with with Kansas City, I'm no way he's making the Super Bowl this year. I mean, that's it. It's over. Oh, they've got too many injuries. They've got this, they've got that. But they always get there. They get there. It's Incredible. unbelievable. So I'm not going to bet against the Patriots until Tom Brady is gone. Until, or at least we see some major decline or something. Because it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I think they'll win the game. I, I do. I, I can't see past them. I just can't. So yeah, I think they'll win the game. And I think, um, I think there's a... I think it'll be high scoring, but more similar to the fourth quarter stuff. Yeah. I think there'll be very good defensive football in the first half, as have a few of the other games. Will it come but down to one play? Nope. No. No. No, not this one. Last one did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Brady was sacked. No, because see, no. the Rams, um, in, the, in any game where it's a shootout, where both teams have scored more than 30 points, they're 5-1. and one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so they're actually, when we're talking about a team that's, kind of ready for shootouts the Rams I don't see a shootout you don't no I just think Wade Phillips is a good you know chess player but I think right. Belichick is just a little bit better maybe even a lot better especially when the pressure's really on and let's know. not forget how many years has golf been in the league yeah yeah, let's, let's don't that underestimate that. Tom Brady has Super Bowl experience. And let's don't crazy. underestimate the amount of um, playoff experience of each team. Yeah. And this isn't playoffs. 
this is the game. How stupid do you think Robbie Coleman kind of <laughs> media day statement dumb where he called out Tom, what would he say Tom Brady is not the same quarterback exactly. he's been his age is showing yeah. you know I looked for that interview to see if the the um, comments were taken out of context and I found it no, no, and they weren't they yeah. weren't but it was straight up he yeah. said it what's more ridiculous than that is clearly he got a call from the ownership like idiot you don't need to motivate Tom Brady I mean you look at his demeanor so far and then you know the media calls he's relaxed he's enjoying the moment he's reflecting on his life what you want to do to Tom Brady in this case is just he prays over him. Maybe, just maybe, he'll come in a bit overconfident. Unlikely. Mm. But if you want to play a mind game... He's you, not the guy. No. You, you have a snowball's chance in hell if you just keep praising him and saying that he's the greatest of all time. So clearly, Robbie Coleman got a call from the, um, from the ownership of the Rams. And then he came back and retracted those... And maybe statements. every teammate... Yeah, but he did it in such a bad way as well, where he said he can't come back. He said, "Oh no, what I was trying to say was taken out of context. He is still the greatest. Uh, we respect him. He's still at his best." And yeah, what do you say? He's not the same because he's better. I think is I'm what like, his comment yeah, you, was. You, you just—it's <laughs> laughable. Really. Yeah, I mean, just you're dumb. trying to say the exact opposite of what you. Exactly. Uh, all right, you said it. Either double down or shut up. You know, yeah. like that's that's the situation. Right? I think the only thing he could have said was, "I apologize, Tom Brady, because." Uh, Obviously, you are the greatest player yeah. ever. Yeah. And, and really just suck up a little bit to right. him and just say, I was out of order. I was Do wrong. you think, because I read a little bit about the, some of the Gronk play. That, so the Gronk play that, sco- that got the first down right. was not in the original um, game plan. Right. Right? To go on and into score. The one that, that Romo called? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? It wasn't in the original game plan. Tony Houdini? <laughs> Do you not think... That there's some not in original game plan stuff now, right? Against him, some yeah. little off the cuff. Yeah, oh. we're gonna well, expose you know, him. Tom Brady, yeah. if First he really can, wanted to, can just target him all night long and expose him. Yeah, if anyone's capable of doing it, exactly. it's Tom Brady. Oh, imagine the opportunities that you could do because of the way the shifts work, yeah. especially in their five wides. Yeah, you can do some shift work and get Gronk on him one on one, or Edelman on him one on one on the inside. He'll be embarrassed on national TV. Here's and, and Romo will call it. And yeah. he was Tony. the one who did Romo. the... Yeah, Tony. He, he was the one who did the foul in New Orleans. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, I mean... <laughs> so, you know, he's kind of been center of attention in many ways. And you admitted that you were beat on that play and you are just trying it, to prevent a exactly. touchdown. Just shut up. I'm looking for the flag and the ref went... It was yeah. tipped. Yeah. How um, effective do you think Edelman is going to be in this? Because I think there was a, a, a list that came out, I don't know if it was by ESPN, who are going to be the top 20 players in the Super Bowl. And Edelman is way down in like ninth or 10th. And I thought that was... Be- Here's an interesting stat about Julian Edelman. He's got, behind only Jerry Rice, he's got the most catches in, in the playoffs. playoffs in NFL history. I read that. Staggering. He's, he's, I think, about maybe still 50 catches away from Jerry Rice. But he is second. In the all-time and list. Did you, did you read what Rice said about him? No. He said uh, the F word, but the boy effing balls. He plays. Yeah. yeah. Every, every team time, would want him. Every time you strap it up, he plays. Yeah. And the chemistry between him and Brady, I mean, you saw the Tom versus Time documentary. Yeah. They Where he goes to the Montana off- and spends five weeks with the guy yeah. playing catch. <laughs> the whole off-season, they're together. They've got the same masseuse. <laughs> did, did, did you see the, uh, the video, the touchline video? where Edelman's going up to Brady, shouting in his face, you're, you're too, too old. old, you're too old. It was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, they, 
They've got a relationship that's... Uh, but see, New England tried to do that whole bet against us, you know, did hashtag. They did work? They did. Now. No, it didn't work. I think people kind it of eventually said, too. oh, please, you guys... Are the I don't know. Uh, Maybe it worked in that locker room. No, no, Tom Brady just changed it recently in, when he released, um, I think it was like a hype video that he released for the, for the Super Bowl. And he changed it to "We're still here." Yeah, but maybe it worked <laughs> in that locker room. Maybe, maybe to motivate him. But I don't think yeah. it's that's going all they care about. It. Yeah, honestly, it, yeah. the only thing Belichick and the organization care about is what goes on in that locker room. Right. And everything that's done outside is for the benefit of that locker room. Yeah. If they're criticizing the team, it's to motivate them. Right. If they're building up the other team, it's to build. It's, it's to motivate it, their locker. It's room. funny that's all how they care it's about. funny how things disappear. Even the negative stuff disappear over time. At the beginning of the season, there was like a. Belichick versus Brady I'm telling feud. you, in the summer, we were talking about that feud. You yeah, said that we it were, was a fake one. Yeah, so I told you. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. And we're talking it. about the guy who can't be allowed in the building because he's allowing avocado ice cream. and yeah. None of that's true. I there was it, even a rumor that um, Belichick tried to trade Brady and yeah. get rid of him. No. Not going to happen. And then no. uh, Kraft stepped in and traded Garoppolo because no. of that. I mean... All of that is gone. See, by the Super Bowl, you've got nothing on them. No gossip. Maroon 5 has more gossip than the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. And I read that. <laughs> Do you know who has more gossip than Maroon 5? The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a big, that's a big subject for yeah. after the Super Bowl. So in terms of biggest disappointments of the season, who do you think? Jacksonville. Oh, really? And yeah. I didn't expect... I, I, I called the first, uh, last, yeah. first to last kind of on, on, on Jacksonville. No offense to you. I have Carolina. to say Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really For thought me. they would be a contender because well, they, they, well, they had a lot of people healthy. Yeah. They, they had played six or seven games in a row with right. the same offensive line. Yeah. Um, Cam was rolling. But then here, they, they came up now. Cam has just had surgery. Mm. And they said that it wasn't as bad as they thought it was mm. and that he should be back. Everybody's optimistic. By OTAs. Everybody is optimistic. And this kind of upsets me because I'd rather hear that, you know, the, the surgery, it was a bad injury. He'll be away for a while, but then he'll come back 100%. Yeah, those are disappointments. This kind of yeah. middle ground kind of thing, I just don't yeah, like but it. set low expectations in January. Yeah. Who ex- so who exceeded expectations? Bears. Oh, the Bears for sure. Yeah, I think oh, that's yeah. that's num- on the number one. I know like some one some list. of the Bears fans that I sort of chat with and things. Yeah, they they called it, but I think the most of us would would have settled for seven and nine, eight and eight after the last five yeah. years of mediocrity. If you'd given me seven and eight, uh, seven and nine in in September the first, I'd have taken it. So I read that they had the least amount of roster turnover. Yeah, from last year to this yeah. year. Yeah. So can you put that? On coaching? Absolutely. How about losing your defensive coordinator now? Is that something that's going to... Or do you think there'll be continuity? Well, and a couple of their position coaches on defense too, yeah? Yeah. They, yeah. He took yeah, a couple. Yeah, but they've... Oh, they, they hired the guy. They, they've, they've got Chuck Pagano, and he yeah. did a press conference a week ago last Thursday. He said and nothing's going to change. Exactly. He's only He only sees them going, getting better. Yeah. So uh, the personnel are largely going to stay the same. The only person who they could lose is a safety called Amos. Yeah, right. Um, Amos is going to go. Callahan. Uh, so, they may know. match him. Yeah, but... Uh, but they have a high enough draft pick, and there's a couple of safeties no, coming out that they could th- pop him. No, no, we, we've... No, no I'm no talking about... first and two. No, I'm saying that in the top three rounds, there are four safeties. Okay. That coming out that could be legitimate. Fits. Yeah. Or decent. Yeah. I don't want to say decent, legitimate. Right. That could fix it. 
and there are a couple of mid-range free agents that could come out that would be less than what they could pay him. Yeah, they're not going to. And he wants to go to the West Coast anyway. Yeah, I yeah. think he's gone. Yeah, um, I don't necessarily. I'm not necessarily happy about that, but I think he's gone. Uh, but one player out of eleven, is it going to make that much difference? Right. Um, unless you're Cleo Mack, or probably not. Yeah, probably. You know, so. so I, I th- I'd like to keep him simply for continuity. Yeah, yeah. More than ability. Yeah, but you never have that in the NFL. Exactly. That's you me being a, an emotional yeah. fan. These guys are hard and posed. You just don't have it. Here's a question. When it comes to quarterbacks, I'm sure you're happy with Mitch Trubisky and the, yeah. and the progress that he's made. Yeah. He makes most of his plays from the pocket. He's becoming or getting better at being a prototypical quarterback. When you compare him to someone like, for example, Patrick Mahomes, who does a lot of like flashy plays, no look, a lot of running outside the pocket. If you were to pick one of those two quarterbacks for the next 10 years, who would you go for? I'm even going to bring Deshaun Watson into that because yeah. last week at the Pro Bowl, you had Deshaun Watson, Trubisky and Mahomes playing. Yeah. Each were drafted 2017. I'm still more than comfortable that we've got Trubisky out of all three of them. I think in terms of longevity in terms of uh, what he's going to add to the franchise over the next 10 years or so, right. I'm happy with him. Really comfortable. Quarterbacks stay more, more healthy in that pocket yeah. opportunity. Yeah. I'll pick Kyler Murray. Yeah, well, he's coming out. Is he going to be? Yep. You think he's going to be better than all of them? Yep. And, and maybe, you know, he'll be that RG3 who has more of an understanding of the game. Right. RG3 was an un believable um, athletic prospect who was very well coached by the Shanahan yeah. and then just didn't understand the game. Kyler Murray understands the game with the same amount of opportunity. Wow. Now, it depends on where he goes. If he yeah. goes to Oakland, then my answer is no. Mm. You yeah. know, but if, if he but ends going up... going to the quarterback whisperer, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, if he ends up maybe in... Um, where did I read he might go? Um have to think about that a minute. Jacksonville? No. Who already have a quarterback. Um, but anyway, apart from while you're thinking well, about I'll think that, about it. You were saying about other disappointments, you know, or sorry, who exceeded expectations. Yeah. Who else expe- exceeded the expectations apart from the Bears? The Cowboys. Uh, I think so. But that, I mean, the Cowboys, it was all fun and games. You <laughs> know? How about Washington <laughs> with all the injuries? Yeah, I they think did it popped out. Great job. But How about Indianapolis? No, but see, Indianapolis, it was always a question of whether we're getting back the elite Andrew Luck or the post-injury still trying to get back into it, Andrew Luck. Pretty early on, we saw that we're getting the elite Andrew Luck, and we expected them to do as well yeah. as they comeback did, right? Comeback player of the year. Yeah, he's definitely comeback player I think, of the year. I think Tampa laid an egg. Atlanta laid an egg. Yeah, for very, sure. Very, very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can see Arians will get... Tampa has a significant amount of talent and a significant amount of young talent. As a with, Panthers fan, I'm not happy seeing uh, Arians in my division. A lot of a yeah. lot of young talent in the last two drafts yeah. that just weren't utilized. But then it comes back to Winston. How good is he going to be with Bruce Arians? I just think he will fold under the pressure so of Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians will, would oh, get rid of him. Oh, he will whip he, his yeah, he, bootay. He, he's not an, an, a no-nonsense guy. He you know, will like. whip it. And that's the reason, you know, Carson Palmer yeah. thrived 
under him. Right. And you the two young guys did It's didn't. funny how he got sent to, the, to, to do a medical at the hospital before they gave him the job. They yeah. needed to make sure yeah. that he's, uh, he's, up to it. he's up to it. And there was another one who didn't make it. Uh, another coach, that, Kubiak. Oh, yeah, in Denver. In, yeah. And they so couldn't hire him. They no. couldn't hire him because they actually asked him to go do a medical. And, and he uh, said, no, I can't do it. And now he's a the medical consultant in many Minnesota. Yeah, he's and his son's on staff or something. something. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. You know, I, Denver will be, and this will be maybe another episode, but Denver will be all right. Yeah, they've got a good a good guy on defense. That's right. for yeah. sure. Fangio is a. Yeah. I think he and you can say what you want, but he was one of the stabilizers. He was the he was the calming sometimes. Yeah. Um, when their offense might get a little bit rolling, and that defense had to stand up. It wasn't excited. It wasn't. Um, it was business as usual. Oh yeah. It was very. We got this. Yeah. Don't worry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Um, and he'll bring that to Denver. And I think that cost them five or six of their last eight or nine games. Yep. Of not being stabilized and calm and going back to what we practice. Right. So anyway. Well, okay. He, you know, Fangio's been a coach for thirty-two years. He's been yeah. seeing it done. It. You know, he's Sean, Super Bowl. Sean yeah. McVay is thirty. All right. So I, th- I think with that, we'll probably kind of wrap it up. I need to, do you know what the spread is for the Super Bowl? Right. Three now? and a half. Three and a half to yeah. uh, New England. To New England. Oh, it's gone to New England now. It's yeah. kind of moved. It's along. anywhere. Uh, I've seen it anywhere from one and a half to one. And now it's up. Sorry, two and a half, not three and a half. Yeah. Now it's up two and a half over under 50, oh, 57. Was that? I'd go over that. 57. No, I haven't seen it in the last week. All right. Give me a score. Expectations. Truthfully, both score over 40. Over 40. Wow. I think it will. Wow. Both score over 40. Because I think, as you said, one or two guys doesn't make a huge amount of difference. And I do think that they'll rattle golf as they did Mahomes. And then I think McVeigh will figure it out in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, and coaching will come out, and they'll score got a bunch two, three, four times in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, I'll go forty-five, forty. Nah, maybe not both over forty. I'll go forty-five. <laughs> you, you, you I'll go forty-five, thirty-five. Forty ten points. Yeah, to New England. Yep. Wow. Toward the end, New England will uh, score to put it out of reach. Wow. Okay. I, I've got an eight-point spread. And I, that's where my money's at. I think I really... Okay. So I, I've gone 33-25 New England. Yeah. Okay. I've got 38-34 New England. Last... last. Um, and now what's going to happen is 21-10. <laughs> LA. 9-3. <laughs> <Nine>, <laughs> Field goals only. <laughs> yeah. One touchdown and a safety. <laughs> I, I promise you it will not be that. Yeah. We'll be looking forward to the halftime Super Bowl show. You know Oh, uh, go Marine 5. And they're not going to make a statement about Kaepernick. Thank goodness. Oh, thank There's God. no questions. We don't want that. Uh, no, want not that. at all. Yeah, yeah. We're done with that. All right, excellent. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to subscribe or listen to us on your podcast app, Facebook, and YouTube. We'll get back here maybe and uh, have a, a postseason oh, yes, of we round will. up. Talk about the Super Bowl expectations for next year. But thanks, guys. Thanks for Enjoyed it very much. Welcome back, bud. Thanks for coming all the way from Canada to to be with us. Absolutely. All right. Excellent. See you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.